five years ago. I posted this on Facebook and it came up as a memory. I loved a two-step waltz and swayed in the music of Tracy Lawrence's If the World Had a Front Porch. <laughs> yes, I do love dancing all by myself while cleaning the kitchen. Makes me miss the 90s and dancing with my kids when they were little and wanted to do such things. That came up on my Facebook memories. And it made me realize I'd stopped dancing. back to the 90s I have so many memories of dancing going out dancing after waitressing for a whole day having the energy pain-free go out dancing and if I was in pain I didn't care dancing was more important and dancing with my kids and dancing with friends and dancing 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 especially to country music that was my thing line dancing and being able to go and do that was just the highlight of the 90s for me. And now, it's been over a decade since I was diagnosed with MS. And there have been good times, and then there have been bad times. And as much as I'd like to say that the symptoms of MS don't stop me, the truth is pain has kind of gotten out of control and the lack of coordination and the fatigue and the heavy legs and the stumbling well somewhere along the way I quit dancing all the time now dancing is something I do for a special occasion now dancing with my wife and to a song that happens to come on around the house is great but if we go out in public one song is enough because I know that feeling I know the heaviness and I know the stumble even if it doesn't express outward I feel it inside years ago somebody gave me a plaque that said if you stumble make it part of your dance somewhere along the way when I would stumble I made it mean I didn't dance that hurts to admit, not going to lie. I swore I'd never let it stop me. But somewhere along the way, I stopped dancing. I really stopped moving a lot. I definitely stopped going for long walks. And even though there are different temperatures that affect me, I can't be in extreme heat or extreme cold. If it's mild temperatures, I'll walk as much as I can, and I'll be outside as much as I can, and I'll enjoy as much as I can, and inevitably, I pay for it the next day. Heavy legs. Fatigue. <laughs> Pain that I can't even explain. I don't feel the victim of it. Instead, I feel like it just got louder. It became more of the boss. But the bigger problem is, I let it. I back down. 
So when this memory came up on Facebook, it really got me thinking and thinking and thinking. So in the middle of the night, as I sat in our living room, in the stillness, the quiet, I just listened. No social media checking, no emails, no playing games. I just listened. What I heard? Well, it was true. As I sat reflecting on the last decade and how dancing has faded from my life more and more and more, I really got wondering how that happened. You know, the the sassy pants Aries in me would love to say that I put on my gypsy boots and kick Payne's ass all the way to the curb and I'm going to keep dancing, just watch me. But the truth is, the pain got too bad. The nerve pain, the heavy legs, the plantar fasciitis, the swelling, the inflammation, I, it just got too bad. And I backed off. So as I sat in the stillness of a quiet house in the middle of the night, I just kept asking myself, how did I do that? How did I back off from dancing? Because country dancing is just kind of part of me. I still see it as part of me, and yet I'm not doing it. So I was really curious about the mental game that was going on. And what I came up with is a little surprising... And I want to be sure I say this in a way that doesn't imply victim, because I'm not a victim here, trust me. I made some choices, a series of choices, that was another step back, and another step back, and another step back. And it wasn't like when you're dancing with a partner, and you're dancing backwards, two-stepping. It was a step back, further and further off the dance floor. So, what I'm about to tell you, I hope you'll listen all the way. Because I don't feel sorry for myself. But I want to tell you because now that I realize it, I want to put it into words. Hold myself accountable. And also, maybe you'll stop taking steps back off the dance floor. Because we can stop at any moment. It might take some guts, it might take some courage, and it might be uncomfortable, but I believe we can do it. So, here goes. There are certain things I can do. There are certain things that I can do every single day to keep MS and the symptoms at bay. There are certain things that keep me healthy and well, and active. And then there are other things that just keep the pain away and deal with the nerves and deal with the fatigue within my body. So there are different categories there. One is just staying in a functioning state and another is managing pain. I kept doing what kept me functioning. I would do what I had to to keep functioning. Let me give you an example. If I go out in the heat, 
very close around me, you will find a cooler that has frozen water bottles in it. Because if I get overheated, I will grab those water bottles and I will sit back against them or lean back against them as they rest against my kidneys to cool off my system so that I do not have a complete meltdown of my skeletal system that ends up putting me in bed for days. That is something I do. It keeps me functioning. Okay, you get the idea there? I watch my temperature. I monitor different things about my nervous system, that kind of thing. I do that really, really well, and, I'm, and I really don't have any angst about it at all. Really. I do a good job with that. Where I realized I quit was if it was between me getting support, supplements, um, different physical therapy type support things, that would keep me out of pain and able to function more and the price tag was uncomfortable or maybe I could justify redirecting that focus of the money to say my wife or kids or whatever that is I would put myself last I would say no it's okay let's get that taken care of first it's okay I can be in pain I it's okay I don't need this I can live with this. And I kept putting things first over and over and over. And when I look at the long list of things, like supplements, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but when you're talking about a few hundred bucks worth of supplements, that's a big deal. However, those supplements are a lot better than the $2,000 prescriptions that I no longer take because the supplements do just fine for me. Whole not other issue there, but anyway. So I just kept backing off of that. And I, in truth, with, I don't, and like I said, this is nobody's to blame. This is me. I did this. I didn't keep myself the priority of this is what it takes to sustain me. I always let there be an excuse. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that I wouldn't take supplements. I mean, it's really ridiculous considering my wife has ha had Hashimoto's and had a lot of like gut health issues. And I would get on her and be like, why don't you take the supplements? And why would you let yourself run out? And here I am telling her this, hello, kettle, meat, pot. You know, I'm the one who quit doing it for myself. And as I sat in the stillness this morning with this awareness sinking in, I felt so sad to realize how much I have bumped the priority of me way down on the list. I was, I'm good at doing the things that are visible. Like, People can tell if I'm sweating. People can tell if my Raynaud's has turned on and my hands are going from real white to black purple. Like, the things that are visible, I address. But it's those subtle things that I make excuses and overlook and brush aside and brush aside and brush aside until I don't even remember what I used to do to take care of myself in that way. 
When I realized that this morning, I had myself a good cry. Not gonna lie. There is a lot of self-apology going on. Yeah, I'm still kind of in it. But I just want to be accountable for that. I did this. I did this to me. Mm-hmm. And today's post, that memory coming up, is a gift. So here I am, coming to the porch to be accountable and to tell you I am going to put myself at the top of that priority list. That means nutrition. That means all of the supplemental support I need. That means any of the physical needs. They are going to the top of my list because like the doctors told me years ago, they don't know how long I've actually got with a body that can dance. So as long as I'm able to dance, I need to dance. And it starts by taking care of me and giving myself the right fuel, making sure I have all the nutritional support, the minerals, and all of those things that support a healthy body, a healthy nervous system, a healthy immune system. All of those things deserve a little extra TLC from me because they're already compromised. So I'm going to be sharing this journey here because I know I need to be accountable. It's really easy to quit on myself. But if I know people are listening, I won't quit. If I know people are, you know, paying attention, I don't quit on us. But I know I'll quit on me if I keep it quiet. Secrets keep us sick, so I'm not letting this be a secret. So... Some of what I'm going to be posting here, I'm going to be adding my journey back into wellness and what comes up as I step back into really making my health a priority. And so as always here on Porch Time, I really invite your your comments. Go to the Anchor app and leave me a voicemail. They are only a minute long, so talk fast or leave me a couple of them. And I'd love to know, do you struggle with this? Have you done this in one form or another? And what what keeps you going? What gets you back on track with taking care of you? I'm really curious about it. Maybe your suggestions and what's worked for you might work for me. And if you just want to give me some encouragement, I'd welcome that also. <laughs> but I just want to bring that here. Be real. Tell the truth. No excuses. There's no reason to make excuses for this. I did this to myself. And it's all going to change now because it's time that I put on my boots and I take care of myself. And that's my job. So I'm going to do it. Thank you for coming to the porch. Sure is nice to spend the time. And if you like what you're listening to, please go to Apple Podcast and leave a nice review and rate the show and subscribe and go to the Anchor app and leave a voicemail. I'd really love to hear from you and you can favorite the show there. And also, if you hit the little hands, it gives some applause, which helps the rating of the show as well. So if you do that, I'd really appreciate it. It helps me know that I am making a contribution to the world and that people are listening, and I really appreciate it. So thanks for your feedback. And as always, thank you for joining me here. Porch Time with Jen. This is Jen. I'll talk to you soon.